Hello everyone, and welcome back to Experience Point Starfinder, your favorite all-queer cast Starfinder podcast. I'm Steph, your resident chief medical mystic. If you love our show, we hope you'll rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcasts. Every review brightens our day, helps new listeners to find us, and I'm pretty sure it helps Fantasy Grounds roll better for us. We don't pay to advertise any of the podcasts on the Experience Points Network, so we hope you'll recommend us to your friends and just about anyone. Wish you could hang out with all of us at a con? Well, if you become a patron on Patreon, you could make that happen. We're grateful to everyone who has already become a patron. You keep our mics on and our dice rolling. We've got some great rewards, so check them out at patreon.com slash experience points. Are you planning to go to MomoCon this Memorial Day? Well, so am I. I'll be flying down to Atlanta, Georgia, so if you see me there, say hi. I'll keep reminding you, though, since that's a bit away, and I'll be posting on my Twitter with updates as to my daily activities, so you can find me. As Season 1 of Experience Point Starfinder is beginning to draw to a close, we have some fun, exciting plans in the works in the background. I can't wait to share them with you. We'll be shaking things up, and we even have some fun plans for June in the works, but... I can't tell you right now, but just know it's coming, it's going to be awesome, and I think you guys will like it. Stay tuned after the episode for some more exciting announcements. On this week's Experience Points, our crew travels across Triaxis into the heart of the Drakelands in search of a portal. Will they survive, or will they become some dragon's lunch? Would you believe me if I told you I didn't know? Find out on episode 46, Dragon Whisperers. Greetings, adventure hookers, and welcome back to Experience Points, your favorite queer Starfinder real play podcast. I'm your host and GM Miyu, and joining me today, as always, is our fabulous cast. Hi, I'm Kenny. My pronouns are he, they, and I play Absco Cash, whose pronouns are they, them. Hello, I'm Steph. My pronouns are she, her, as are Eos Navaris, who I play. Hello, I'm Kelric, and my pronouns are he, him, as are Angus's, and I have to say I'm so proud of my husband for coming out as he, they. It's so awesome. We have jackets. Meetings are on Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> and you have fun colored flags. Mm-hmm. Eos Nabari, I believe you wish to explain to our lovely listeners what happened last time. We finally got another round of cultists to stop whatever it was that they were doing. And it turns out they were cremating some evening tides that were already dead. And we tried with the surviving cultist to get more information about what they were doing. But he was a bit tight-lipped and bleeding. So after taking him and the leader back to the mayor, Absco decided in that process to just crack open one of the tombs. Thankfully, we were able to talk our way out of it and get some information on where to find Eve next. At some point, we're going to stop hopping around the map. Maybe. At least this never didn't get kicked out for good. <laughs> we pick up where we left off last time. The mouth, the entrance to the cave town with Don't your miss. favorite guide, Micmac. And this time, we got donkeys. Hello, Meek Meek. Or Meek Meek. Well. Meek Meek. No, it's, it's no, no Meek Meek's the mayor. Uh, I don't know how you get that mixed up. I'm Meek Meek. They're totally different names. Uh, 
absolutely. I just made a mistake. Sorry, new to this language. My bad. Yeah, yeah, the, the dragon tongue's a little hard for people who ain't, ain't got the right vocal cords. I, I, I got that. Yeah, it's the whole thing. I, I just struggle with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, we we, we going to get this show on the road. I, I hear y'all wanting to go uh, somewhere else on this uh, fabulous planet that is ours. Uh, where are we heading? Some place called the Crater or Caldera, something like that. Well, uh, y'all going to the, the Caldera, I, I can get you there. Uh, oh, I daren't go inside, though. Them them red dragons, they they mean. I think we can handle it. If you'll just wait, wait. Uh, I'm sorry, red dragons. Uh, yeah, yeah, red. Weren't you know, ones like, like, like uh, yeah, they're, they're kind of mean. So we noticed. <laughs> red dragons were the ones that were bonded when we were flying, right? Not the, dragon, yeah. but the other people. Okay, cool. Yeah, the, the, except uh, see. Them there was a dragon kin. Uh, uh, there's a whole bunch of them laying around or, or living around there. Uh, but uh, Caldera, man, they, they don't like letting nobody nowhere close. I'm sorry. Am, am I understanding that you're, t you're trying to say that there are actual red dragons there that don't want people to go in? Oh, yeah. What'd you expect? Well, expect is a little broad a term. I was really hoping that it would be much easier than it sounds. Well, uh, that's what I like about you, that positive spirit. So you can get us right to the edge, and then it's up to us to go in. Anything we should know about... Yeah, that seems about the long and short of it. Anything you can tell us about preparing for possibly going in? Well, definitely. Well, uh, I carry some fire extinguishers, maybe, if I was you. And uh, uh, heaps of treasure. So the bring, bring treasure. Bribe ourselves out of things is what you're saying. I'm more like bribe yourself into things, but you know. Hmm. Perhaps we should go back to the ship first. Do you really think it's worth it to take the entire crew into danger? That is a good point. We've already lost one member of the crew. Two members of the crew. Not to lean on any uncomfortableness, but it's the truth. If we can avoid, and they've been in danger so many times because of this mission of ours. Yes, they signed up with the Starfinders for it, but... Well, my thoughts. We faced the Red Dragonkin earlier and weren't able to do much to them because our weapons are not calibrated for their immunities. Well, now we have all of these frostbite pistols we got from the cultists, so we should be fine. Do we, though? There were there were several of them. I have a single frostbite pistol, and now I'll eat. there were enough for everyone to have at least one, some two. All right. Mew had mentioned that. We found. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking with the voice as long as I can because it slips so often. <laughs> answer me this maybe this will help answer our quandary is there a place to land the ship there that's safe well uh, define safe where the ship and the individuals on it will not be in danger <laughs> well uh oh you're serious uh 
In that case, I would suggest keeping them far away from the Drake lands. Yep. Okay. So the ship is not on the agenda. I think we just go and do what we do best. Let Abs go hide his way through. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a given. What are y'all going to do? <laughs> well, not much we can do. How long will it take us to get to the Caldera? Well, uh, since you decided to take donkeys this time, mighty wise decision, might I add. Uh, it's only going to take us about a day or so. All right, we'll lead on. The donkeys pick their way expertly down the mountain and then move at an incredible speed for donkeys in the snow. It appears that these are snow donkeys. <laughs> Donkey is not what we actually picture. <laughs> you know, I, I love how you're so, like, on it about the donkeys when there was a legitimate logistical reason why we didn't take them in the first place. Yeah, well, now there's a legitimate logistical reason why you should be using donkeys in the Drake lands. Maybe you listen to your god <laughs> next time. <laughs> that is me fast as the DM. <laughs> Someone just put you in your place. Goodness. <laughs> All right. Now, the donkeys, uh, you do find that they are particularly well suited for travel through the Drake lands. And they have alcohol to make this bearable. Oh, of course. Excellent. I mean, only the finest whiskey hits the trail with Meek Meek. <laughs> After about a day of travel, you arrive. So we'll, we'll figure you all probably travel like through the evening, you know, into the evening, pitch camp in your hotelier. That's right. And then head on to the caldera. Before long, no, my about stamp. midday, Meek Meek stops the, uh, the caravan see before you what has been looming ever larger in the distance, a large ring of mountains. Stand at the entrance to a pass. In this pass, see that the snow only goes a little ways, and then it it's very green, and you can see pockets of, like, steam vents coming up from the ground. Well, that there's where y'all want to go. Yes. Do you see on the map where the the portal might be? Any clues? No, unfortunately. I want to do a mysticism check to see if there is anything that just speaks to me about where we might want to go. Where it might be the best place to hide a portal looking at this map. Okay. That's a 14. Alright. Mystically speaking, you would probably want to hide a portal where it would be least likely to be found. <laughs> Uh, can I roll? Yeah. Just get the nat 20. It'll be fine. Or a, a nat 26. Okay, 26. Mystically speaking, <laughs> you would want to hide a portal <laughs> where it would be least likely to be found and probably surround it with people who could keep people out. Mystically speaking, of course. Can, can, can I roll my profession investigator? Yes. <laughs> Yes, you can. Nope, that's a 20. Investigatorially speaking, <laughs> you would want to hide a portal where it would be less <laughs> likely to be found, probably surrounded by people that could keep it out. And, you know, you probably want to keep it inside. Inside. Is there anything on the map that we have that would match up with some of the texts that we have about Eve? 
like any locations, names that might pop up that might have popped up in there that we might see on the map, anything like that. You know what? I like where your head is going with this. You recall the story that a star fell from the sky on a frozen planet, that at the center of this frozen star was a spark of life, and that this spark of life buried deep beneath the Earth's crust, or beneath the planet's crust, I guess it's not an Earth, beneath the planet's crust, spread warmth and heat, its very existence, throughout the ring of mountains surrounding it. And you did mention as we get closer, the snow goes away. Yes. Well, there was the story about how she helped these people. So we're definitely in the right place because it talked about a star that brought warmth to a frozen world. And if this isn't warmth in a frozen world, then, you know, I might as well just go home. So it wasn't talking about good feelings? And love? <laughs> I believe it was written in such a way that it could be interpreted that way by a believer. Like so much Bible. so much poetry in these dragonkin. Meekmack, can you tell us where this Uzazilian is as far as their home? Because it would make the most sense to me, based on what I know of magical portals, to have it in a place that is safe and secure with people who can keep us out of it. And it seems like where Uzazilian lives might be the place to go. Yeah, I, 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 can, I can tell you that. And points down the pass. He goes, she lives in there. <laughs> Angus, he's never been inside. Am I wrong? Do I see the nope. home at the end of the path? Or is the path just leading off into nowhere? No, it's, it's a pass moving through the mountains that are ringing this caldera. Okay, I was just asking if they could point on the map to where this Uzazillion lives, or if there's a mark oh, on the map. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and he pulls out pencil and he circles the caldera. <laughs> Somewhere in there. Is there anything on the map that would look like a crater? The caldera. Oh, the caldera itself yeah. looks, okay. Right. I, I just thought it looked, you know, like the lee of a bunch of mountains. The caldera itself is not like mapped out. The The caldera is marked on the map. This is the caldera. Okay. Do not go there. <laughs> well, we appreciate your help. Thank you so much. It's like one of those really undetailed areas of Google Earth where you keep on zooming in and all you get are like the, um, the watermarks instead of more detail. <laughs> You just get texture. It's just texture on it. Does the map say here there be dragons? <gasps> Does. Awesome. But it says that over the entire Drakelands. <laughs> it's almost like Drakeland translates into Dragonlands. Right. Land of the dragon? dragon? What? What? So fast forward through all of this and by Meekmek, off we go. <laughs> Unless there's something else you want to get. All right. Them. Can we you keep the go? donkeys? These have been uh, useful beasts of burden. You know what? I'll wait here for you. Uh, for a couple days at least. Yeah. If you hear yelling and screaming, can you I will spend... run the other way. All right. Thank you so much for being predictable. You are most welcome. Donkey's up. <laughs> <laughs> and so you set off ass. Very soon, frozen landscape gives way to lush vegetation. 
I heard you set off on your ass, which is not true. <laughs> set off. It's also accurate. <laughs> Through the pass, not on your asses, because you left them with Meek Mech. But I wanted to take mine. Yes, but seemed very uncomfortable at the thought of taking, letting you take his donkeys into the dragon lair. But he said, I wonder yes. why. <laughs> you set off through the pass, which okay. very quickly gives way. Lush vegetation, steaming pools, hot geysers. In fact, very quickly, you find your, your snowsuits to be unbearably, uncomfortably, overwhelmingly mm-hmm. stuffy and hot. I press the button that pulls the snowsuit part back into its compartment and has leaves me with just my armor, which has- Only two of us are wearing snowsuits. <clears throat> uh, Abs has already checked theirs. <laughs> Before too long, <laughs> kind of crest over a rise and laid out before you, down in this caldera is a, gle- a gleaming city of gold. Oh, oh my. Golden rooftops gleam over burnished streets see the steam rising but do we see red dragons anywhere far away to make out anything that's uh, happening there give me perception checks I'm counting on you eos <laughs> the pressure is on oh. uh how about two nat 20s nice sweet clutch clutch <laughs> absco I feel like at this point, you've probably pulled out the, the binoculars, bar scopes, and you're checking out the street. Which is why you don't see what Angus and Eo see, which is the pair of red dragons that swoop down out of the sky and land behind you. Not dragonkin, dragons. Are they- mm, I just love it when dinner delivers itself. Are they... You underestimate us. We're not here to cause you a threat. Oh, do you hear that, brother? You underestimate us. And that what dinner said last week. <laughs> Absco just poof. Okay, so Absco <laughs> is successful. Um, well, let's find out. Ad- Absco is going to try to poof. And where's my perception check? Perception is wisdom-based, so... Oh, no, I remember why. Because they have blind sense 60 feet. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. So, I understand that you think that we're here to be eaten because you're big and you're dragons, and we are what we are. I would like to say that we're not here to be food, First off, so the page. Brother, they have come to pay tribute. We accept your tribute. Depending on how big it is. Where is it? (laughs) I look at Eos. Where can we give them? (laughs) Eos, what's the the queen's name here? Uzazillion. Yes, that one. We are here to see Uzazillion. We have a personal invitation from some cultists. <laughs> they, 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 they put their heads together, the two dragons. Kind of whisper <laughs> a little bit and then look back over their shoulders at you. Turn back over and whisper. Turn back around. Turn back to each other. Whisper would, a little bit more. <laughs> I would like to do a charisma check 
Oh yeah, please do. To interact. Do you have a, a, a diplomacy or or? Oh yeah, I've got. Yeah, yeah, diplomacy. Curse with the wazoo. Please save okay. us. Please tell me what the DC is to <laughs> make them friendly to us. <laughs> I want to make them friendly, not helpful. Just, just so, so, so. Really, what you want to do? Mm-hmm. Improve their attitude by two steps. Yes. I'm sure there's a thing that'll tell <laughs> exactly what does that when I find the skills and I look at diplomacy here. Mm-hmm. Uh, change attitude. There we go. Yes. Okay. They are currently unfriendly. Okay. I'm going to make them friendly. Okay. 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 We can do this. Uh, do they have diplomacy? Nope. Okay. Well, then. Okay. Uh, it's a DC. Uh, you know what? DC 20. To make them indifferent, twenty-five to make them friendly. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So I have a special theme feature called compelling influence. That for every five points I beat them by, I raise their how they like me, and then for every minute thereafter, if I spend another minute interacting with them, it goes up by yet another step. So you said. Well, you beat the DC I set for you to uh, make them friendly. Okay. Right. So, I will honor your uh, your ability here. You have just made them helpful. Wonderful. <laughs> you see this? Now, how do you do this in game? Absolutely. So, I understand that the two of you came here with specific intentions, and I think now that you have some more information, you would find that if you were to take us directly to Uzazilian, Uzazilian will greatly reward you for honoring the personal invitation we received from her envoys, the cultists. <coughs> Do you hear that, brother? Rewards from the queen? Yes, brother! I feel that this is exactly what we were meant to do. <laughs> the royal guards shall take you directly to the queen! Oh, I'm so grateful. You have no and idea then, what a pleasure it is to meet people who are so reasonable and understanding of what um, a personal invitation from a queen means. The number of times we have been through just the bureaucratic nightmare. They decide that they are now very, very important. They puff up their chests and one leads the way and one walks behind you. And as you enter town, they begin, make way, make <laughs> for the queen's guests. And all of the dragon kin that live in this city are scattering in the streets before you, staring at this procession as it heads directly to the central palace, the goldest of gold buildings built many, many stories high, absolutely gleaming in the midday sun. And when they arrive, another pair of dragons step to block their way. What is the meaning of this? And the dragon in the lead says, Make way! The queen has personally invited these honored envoys. I feel like through the whole Thanks. procession, Absco has been like, you know, kissing their hands and waving to the <laughs> by. And and they've actually made their skin uh, look like dragon scales. <laughs> nice. Eos would have. Asked permission before um, 
putting her hand on Angus's shoulder to use Mind Link <laughs> to ask him, could you always do that? It's <laughs> it's a bit of a new skill that I have been practicing in because I feel like sometimes I might have been a little abrasive and this might be a way to soften that. And so I've been working really hard. I got some good self-help books. It's all about oh. being in the moment in my true self and letting that light from my heart shine through. It seems to be helping. Nice work. Oh, thank you. You do excellent work yourself. I'm super happy to be in a group with you. This is lovely. I <laughs> hope these dragons don't turn on at any point because this could be really bad. I agree. <laughs> I wish Absco were part of that conversation because <laughs> a little person. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if we're gonna keep bringing up the fishing thing, I'm gonna be super upset. <laughs> Negotiation is a learned process. I suppose hey. an engineer on a ship, getting jobs and keeping flying. So is improvisation. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> anyway. Are we going and to get so, you? <laughs> you are shown into the palace. As we're being shown in, luck. I would like us all to do perception or mysticism or whatever checks to figure out if we can feel or sense or see or smell where the damn portal is before we get to okay. the queen. <laughs> Dirty 20. Out of mysticism. Uh, 14. Not one. We're fine. Uh, <laughs> what? I guess I'll do perception? An 18. So, Eos is the best of a lot of us. All right. Eos, you are overwhelmed with the sheer number of mystical auras in this place. It seems like every other ficus and painting <laughs> and sword and anything you pass has some sort of magical glow to it. Can I hone in on Eve's signature? What I can tell you is that you are detecting another magical signature coming from your pocket. Can we add our survival check to our numbers to see if we'll get out of this alive? <laughs> I'm just like, I want to look in my pocket. Oh, please do. What's in my Put pocket? Put your hand in your pocket, pull it out, and there sits the silver dragon scale, glowing ever so slightly such a good thing I picked that up. Maybe. <laughs> I wouldn't show it to the red dragons. <laughs> no, she's just going to put it back. And since there's no convenient way to let them know, she'll just tell them later. <laughs> oh, goodness. I don't know how we got into this or why we are, but we're in it. We are in it. Um, you are marched into the throne room. And their perception checks? In a checks? great procession. Sorry? The perception checks? I got nat one. We're good. I got an 18. And part of what I'm looking for is whether there are... You do not see any kind of portal. What about <laughs> the sense of um, 18's influence? There are no robots marked property of 18 standing around. I nothing, mean... Nothing from Abadar Cup. Abador Cup. Abador Carp. <laughs> there are no fish of Abadar or cups to drink Abadar. Well, you don't see... <laughs> Anything from Abadar Corp. Till you are shown into the throne room. Oh, bother. And there, sitting upon an absolutely massive pile of gold and magical items and gems, sits 
an immense dragon. I need will saves. 22. Hmm. Okay. One. Oh. <laughs> well, let's see if he well, has a to help. Seven. Angus and Eos. You're both frightened. As you look around and you see all of these dragons, you are frightened. Absco, you panic. What do I see that makes me panic? The giant dragon sitting on its hoard of gold and realizing that you are surrounded by dragons in a dragon palace. Panic. All right, so this is how this is going to happen. First, Absco is going to try to go invisible. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like a nice instinctive reaction. I like it. Yeah. Okay. And, I mean... The entire throne room, you realize as you turn invisible and, and uh, check your skin patterns, is full of thick, sweet smoke from various braziers burning. You panic a little extra hard when the Dragon Queen looks at the three of you in order. Angus, Eos... And then makes eye contact with invisible Absco. <laughs> as soon as she makes eye contact, uh, Absco blurts out, We're only here for the portal. We just need to get to the portal. Well, that happened. That happened. I look at Eos. Well, I think we either get to the portal or we get eaten at this point. Let's see what happens. Let's Zillion. Languidly picks up one of her paws. Their claws around with a little black, black. And she looks over at the dragons who escorted you, who are standing there with great big beaming smiles. <laughs> says, Why exactly bring these bugs? into my room. Well, and with a great big smile, one of them goes, your majesty, we have brought those guests sent by your most illustrious envoys. <laughs> Through the mind blink, I'm like, Eos, let's see how this plays out first, because this could be funny. <laughs> she smiles and she says, well, I suppose you'll want to be rewarded then. Oh, yes, they they both do. They're, they're smiling, they're nodding. She goes, very good, very good. And she calls out two names in that particularly harsh draconic tongue. Two dragons step forward. Escort these most helpful and experienced guards. Put them in the freezer. And both of them, eyes wide in terror, fall to their knees. No, my queen, no! As they are dragged away. When that happens, can we do a perception check to see if we see the portal? Sure. <laughs> 28. With the 28, you are fairly certain that you have not seen the portal. Damn it! I'm going to do another mysticism check. The 24. The scale in your hands pulsing slightly. Close enough, it's in the vicinity of something that it's reacting to. 
but it is far away. Since the mind link is still there, Angus, the, you remember those scales I picked up? Staying absolutely still, Angus just thinks, I, I do. They're glowing. And right now they're pulsating. It's still far away, but we are getting closer to it. So either she's sitting on it or it's somewhere on a level beneath her. Does that make sense with what you're describing? Or could it be on the other side of the pile of treasure? I just assumed it would be under her giant ass. That's a possibility too. (laughs) You're going to protect something and you're the biggest mofo around. The queen rises, casually stretches, plods down her giant pile of treasure and you see that most of the guards bear various jewels and necklaces and things and since you were checking for it anyway and guess with that 28 perception check see that a number of them bear the mark of the church of abadar well shit so what portal exactly are you here in search of so we don't know the name, but maybe it would help if we knew how many you had and we could narrow it down from there. I have many, many portals. You wouldn't what? be attempting to enter the realm of Eve now, would you? I would once again like to roll my charm ability, di- uh, diplomacy, to see if I can make the queen not want whatever it is they seem to want right now to make them better. Okay. Is this DC even possible to hit? Well, I guess it has to be possible. What is my number? I'll give you, I will give it to you on a nat 20. Oh boy. All right. This is, this is an ancient worm dragon queen. No, I totally get you. Okay. (laughs) So Angus stutters his way through whatever he says. And oh, silver dragon. Uh, I'm just saying it. It sounds like a. And so we've been sent. Yes. I'm assuming everyone else is just looking at me after that. <laughs> so, you admit it. You are here to free the tyrant Eve. We admit nothing. We admit that your people attacked us and said that- Of course we did. As to why they came all the way to, I forget the name of where we were. Oh, 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 oh. So, uh, when we were at the the cliffs of Mordor, no, wait, um, the cave of- <laughs> We're not in Mordor. And the, uh, the crypt of even, We were warned that you would come, that you would once again free the tyrant and unleash a perpetual winter upon us here in the caldera. That's not what you have. Have the gall, the audacity to stroll into my throne room and demand access. Ha! Eos is going to do, is going to step forward, not threateningly, but just putting herself between Absco, Angus, and the queen. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure who has given you this information, but it is my understanding 
from the information that I have, which could be wrong, there is not much known about your area of this planet, that she brought life here, not the winter. And again, we are not here to do any of that. We are trying to discern why beings that on your command attacked us no more than a day ago. They refused to give us any answers and said that we would have to get them from you. I am <laughs> going through my pack looking for something I have of 18s. Have quite a few things. Yes. So I have the the calm unit, though I don't know that that is something that would really make a difference to the dragon. But something to prove that we're working for 18, because that is a thing we are known to be doing. Mm -hmm. So I want to find something like that in my bag that okay. 18 has given us and is obviously from them. And then okay. do a bluff check to explain that we have been working undercover. Your, your great and powerful Uzazilian. And I want to say all of this in Draconic, since I speak Draconic okay. fluently. Okay. <laughs> we have been sent by the one known as 18 as counter agents. We have been in contact with the one known as Eve. We are attempting to access her realm, but it is not to set her free. I say this such that no one can understand by using Draconic outside of this area. And I would, I show you this as proof that this is what is what, why we are here. Not to save, but I won't say what to actually do because I don't know what other voices might be around. And who exactly is this 18? This is the one who weakened Eve to the point of almost non-existence. This is the one who is prime stakeholder in Abadar Corp who has been doing everything in their power to destroy the one that is through that portal. That is the one we are talking about. Well, then answer me this. Why would representatives of Abadar Corp come here and tell me, warn me that you were here to free Eve? There are many factions in any group, as you are aware. And this is why I speak in Draconic, just in case, to talk to you specifically so that you and I can talk and know that there are those who are trying to stop us. So you... Bluff, lie, bluff, are lie, lie. trying bluff. to use Draconic in the dragon's castle? Yeah. Answer. So that no, like, no one else can understand. That's like coming to America and be like, I'm speaking English so that no one around me can understand, okay? Well, just no. you and me, right? I'm talking the two behind me just in case. Like, I'm just like... Okay, like, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. low enough I got you. Just me and the queen. Just I, I will give you. I will <laughs> either a bluff or a diplomacy at this point. Ooh, that is a good question. Let's see. Choose wisely. All right. I am going to use diplomacy plus okay. sidereal influence, which gives me a d6 adi in addition. Okay. Before he rolls, mm -hmm. Eos is going to cast remove condition. 
On Angus. Okay. Fair. Okay. Angus, you are, uh, or abs, Angus on Angus. Okay. Yes. Angus, for a moment, you are no longer frightened. Okay. So here's the diplomacy, and then I'll roll the d6 on top of it. Did that work? Did that work? I did not see if I, I didn't click the button. Then. You don't see what's sitting there? Oh, gods. There we go. 16. <laughs> so I accidentally grabbed the dice and threw it instead of rolling it. Oh, that would have been much better. Alas. Okay. No, it's fine. I, I did what I did. That was a nat one for those listening. A nat one, which gave me a 14. Plus two, a 16. I rolled a 16 on a diplomacy check. With a plus On the 18. diplomacy check. Yeah. On the diplomacy check. Do we have, like, I know some some groups get like a, a once a game reroll <laughs> or like sacrifice a chicken to do something. I don't know. I've heard of this. All right. Oh. <laughs> I will give you a chance because, because then as you were trying to figure out where it went wrong, you did roll another one, which is much better. A 31. Would you like... High or low in your favor? Low. That is a 30 out of 100. We are going to take your higher diplomacy. <gasps> yes! As the actual canon roll. Oh my a god. 31. <laughs> the RNG gods have smiled upon you. Oh my shit. You I was a, about to do something really stupid. You are a kind and benevolent GM. We love Thank you so much you. as we pray to me for <laughs> gratitude. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I accept tributes of extra large pizzas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. You have made your case. So that's a 33 in case, instead of a 16. Much better. This, uh. <laughs> I know not who this 18 figure is, nor do I care for your bipedal politics do not appreciate that you flesh sacks have allowed your politics to bleed over into our great kingdom yet if the one who weakened and imprisoned eve sent you here then i suppose perhaps we are on the same side after all if you are here to finish eve off Good thing. And yet I'm afraid what you seek lies in one of our most sacred caverns. Cannot merely allow some bipedal pink-fleshed things to walk in there. No, no. I know. This party is pink. I think Angus is out under the... Oh, you're floor. right. You're right. No, you are absolutely correct. <laughs> I stand corrected. Uh -oh. <laughs> I'm like... Absco can change color. Eos is a dog, so all these. You, I, I stand absolutely corrected. <laughs> there are no humans in this party. <laughs> Only furry. And you know what? You know what? You know what? Though no, that is absolutely what the queen says. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. She doesn't like. You. Yeah. If she shaved you down, you'd be pink. Maybe. And. As far as she's concerned, you're all pink on the inside, so. <laughs> That's fair. Hey. <laughs> well, oh, I know. We shall settle this in the old ways. Oh, boy. Do you agree? 
Can EOS cast remove condition on Absco and see if they can their knowledge of Abadar Corp can help them right now? Because <laughs> they, they they are basically still pooping their pants. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to do a culture check while you decide to see if I know what the okay. options are. Okay. Yeah, I got a twenty-eight. But meanwhile, what ta- what can what happens with Absco? The word literally translates as the old ways, but you also know it to be a fight to the death. Ah. Uh, are you, and can Absco? Yeah, those negotiator skills come in handy. Get that in writing, so she can't double cross us. <laughs> All right, so that's why I wanted to help Absco. Well, I mean, Absco, I, I just did the translation in my head. I haven't said anything. There's been no. Oh, that's true. There's yeah. No time that was just. We have, ab- but we also have absolutely no idea what's being said. You're not speaking in a language that Eos knows. But with so that twenty-eight, yeah. With that twenty-eight, I'll also give you that if you can offer them more than Abadar Corp gave them to kill you. Okay. They might be inclined to become your allies. All right, so what is Eos doing while that's going on? Then? And I don't know. Eos um, would still cast Remove Condition just because they are surrounded by Abadar. <laughs> we need our <laughs> our expert in Abadar. And negotiation. And, and negotiation. It just kind of sidles up to Absco, kind of subtly casts the spell and says softly to them, I think... I think you may need to help him a little. You speak Abadar language. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for helping me find my wits. That's what I'm here for. You have no idea what they're saying, but. Is our mind leak still in effect or is that over? Nope. I am no longer in contact. It does not work anymore. Okay. And I can't do it again today. No worries. Your greatness, Uzazillion. I know you're in contact with my compatriot here, but I do see that you bear the marks of the Church of Abadar. May I request an audit of the contract that they signed with you so that we may compete? Gestures at the giant pile of gold that she is sitting upon. They gave us this, and we promised to kill you. There is your audit. That's not quite a contract. You see, they are quite... Hmm. How do I put this? Do you say I am not a dragon of my word? Oh, it's not your word that I'm questioning. It's Abadar's word. You see, they create many loopholes in all of their contracts, especially for people who have... And Absco looks over at the gold. Simple needs. Oh. As everyone else whimpers. Turns back to Absco and says, I see what you mean. Your friends are indeed snakes without legs. So what I propose is that if you allow us to enter Eve's realm and do as we were here to do anyway, any plunder, treasure, anything from that realm will be yours. Go ahead and go ahead and pull me a diplomacy. Oh jeez. Do you get any bonuses for being able to make this kind of negotiation? Mm, no. Oh. I, I, I don't have diplomacy as a skill. And, uh, <laughs> oh, it's oh, just a charisma check. Oh, no, I, I took five ranks in it. We're fine. 
Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> yes, Five we're breaks. Fine. Yay. We're good. We're all great. Oh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Holy shit. That's awesome. I, I'm going to get a fucking lottery ticket. <laughs> <laughs> a nat 20 for a total of 26 keeps her from being offended. <laughs> As she peers at you quizzically. And then looks over at Angus, and once again, and since you're the one speaking Draconic, they all right. They just offered me all of the plunder from a prison. <laughs> I, I believe the plunder that would be in the prison would be the trophy of your dead enemy. And yet my enemy is imprisoned. Why would I? And I guard the entry. You guard the entry of one who is in the past and has been a goddess who is slowly regaining her energy as time passes, there is always, always the opportunity for escape. A trophy in this case is probably a bigger treasure than a danger. Well, <laughs> if nothing else, you have amused her. <laughs> Very well. She fiddles with uh, something around her neck, and the back wall slides open. You may enter the prison of Eve, but know that the door will be locked behind you till you can present her head. Thank you, Your Majesty. I hear you, and we have no intention of leaving without the prisoner's head present to you. Alrighty then. Wait, Okay, well, the door's open. I mean, y'all can... Jauntily walk through it. <laughs> what are your uh, scales telling you? Is this the right way? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright. That was me nodding their head vigorously saying, yeah. 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 Well, when, you since solved we have... my dragon puzzle, you jackasses. You solved it. <laughs> What begins as natural cavern soon gives way to synth steel steps being down. You enter a chamber, a single pedestal, almost like a terminal. Your silver scales are glowing. Enough that they Bright, silvery light. And as you approach the, uh, the terminal, the one like it's it's completely flat and smooth except for one small indentation does it look like a snowflake does not avatar corpse symbol it does not well what does it look like well sort of uh smooth like the smooth rounded shape that comes down to a, a little point it's very small, about the size of a thumbnail. Is it a scale? Could be. Yes, is going to pull one of the scales from her pocket, which I'm sure is <laughs> blinding at this point. And... It's a soft, silvery light. <laughs> and But it is positively humming at this point. Attempt and see if it fits in the slot. Let's see if this works. 
insert the scale into the slot. And now the silvery light becomes blinding. There is a flash when the spots leave your eyes. Standing in the outskirts of a city. All around you are rolling hills and you can see a dense wood off to the west. Sun is setting. The large palace sits right in the center. You recognize it. You remember it. You have made it to the realm of Eve. Oh my gods, what? <laughs> and as you look around, give me perception checks. Okay? So I have an 11. Oh, 13, I should say. 16. Okay. okay. As you're all looking around, everyone is just sort of stunned. Eos, see, kind of bobbing through the grass, almost of its own accord, about a two and a half foot long rod. And as it, it comes right up to y'all and it stops, you hear a voice. Hut, who goes there? <laughs> I am a Polonaire Kiryu Grin. We metapshizikrasir, and you will identify yourselves. I see you don't recall us. We've met before. Recall you? I think I would remember such strange creatures as you. Eos is going to kneel down so that she is at closer to eye level. Well, here's the thing. You don't see the frog at first. <laughs> the frog has gotten smaller since the last time you saw this frog. Oh, no. This frog is now the actual size of a tree frog. <laughs> oh, oh and God. is holding the rod like it is nothing. You will stand back or you will face the power of my rod of wonder. We mean you no harm. My that name is, is it. And can I speak? Oh, no. Oh, you can you can speak all you want, but the rod goes off. Oh, oh God! Okay. And he summons a rhino, which sent lazily us. grazes on some grass. <laughs> uh, I did not expect that to happen. Eve sent for us. Oh, well, why did you not say so? You I will take you right out to her. Come, you follow me. Opportunity. That's what I was trying hey, to Give me opportunity, blah, blah, blah. Open your mind. She reaches out. It's like, may I? Oh, you, you wish to open your mind? And yes. <laughs> as scary as this is going to be, gently, <laughs> on probably the back, on his little back, and... Shows him our little where we were when we met him the first time and his chaos conversation. Oh, Give me a will save. Okay. Give me a will save. Mm. That's a 23, do you? Ooh. Your mind reels from the pure, unfettered chaos that is this frog. And yet you can tell that this frog seems to have found a way to cage and contain and constrain the chaos. 
within himself. His psychic mind touches yours. Oh, yes, the frog is psychic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Fred, I forgot that. And for a moment, you merge, become one being, floating through the maelstrom that is the universe. Strings of order bending and twisting in ways that look like chaos until you zoom far enough out and then you can see the order. And then more chaos and then more order (laughs) is a beautiful thing. And all you hear through your mind, embrace eternity. (laughs) And that is all the time we'll have for today. (laughs) For experience points, I am your host and GM, Miyu. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at MiyuPlaysGames. I'm Kenny. You can find me on Twitter at PunderDrone. I'm Steph. You can find me on Twitter at LunaStarWind. I'm Kelrick, your prime negotiator. You can find me on Twitter at EQPoints and at Cormalon. Holy crap, I can't believe we did that. <laughs> right? Thank I you, can't either. gods. And now, to see if they can top this feat of achievement, we'll see you <laughs> next time. Bye. Bye! Thank you for listening to Experience Point Starfinder. If you're looking for more Starfinder podcasts in your life, we recommend our sister podcast, Roll to Fail. They are six friends who have no business behind the mic or rolling dice. If you like what we've created here, you should check out the other podcasts on our network. Humanera releases every other Friday, with Kelrick stepping into the GM seat for this adventure utilizing Numenera, a system by Monty Cook Games. This unlikely team is working for the Order of Truth to help communities under the influence of the strange and weird effects of Numenera. They may even actually help people if Tiuna and Rylu would agree on something and Hillian would stop pressing buttons on a whim. Pun Times is a collection of limited-run campaigns of smaller TTRPG systems and games. The inaugural game is Slasher from Higher Grounds Games. Mark your calendars and be sure you catch our final session streamed live on the Experience Points Twitch channel on Monday, April 22nd at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Don't want to wait that long? You can catch clips from our first two sessions on demand on our Twitch channel in the meantime. And coming at the end of April, the campaign will be released as a monthly podcast. Stay up to date on all three Experience Points Network podcasts at EQ Points on Twitter and on experiencepoints.com. Pardon our dust as Kenny continues updating the website. It looks better every day. Until next time, Adventure Hookers.